episode 13 of my pod, Thorn in the USA. Not that we Christian MAGA nationalists are superstitious, because we're not. But if we were, episode 13 is all I'm saying. That said, I'm a child of Christ, and superstitions are for heathens and questionables. I mean, what's the over-under on the fact that Pete and Chastin Buttigieg always toss salt over their shoulders and never walk under ladders? Godless pagans. And you just kind of know that Chuck Schumer picks up a penny every time he sees one in the gutter. Greedy little senator, if you know what I mean. I thought about skipping episode 13 and going straight from 12 to 14 like they do in high-rise buildings in the big cities. But then you'd think I wasn't in good standing with the Lord. And I am. And you'd think I was superstitious. But I'm not. So I didn't. Yes, Satan. But you are superstitious. No, I'm not. What about the number 13? What about it? At the Last Supper, Judas, the sassy Batman who betrayed Jesus, sat in the 13th chair. Shut the front door! 13 famines in the scripture. 13 kings went into Babylonian captivity. Yeah, yeah. And the Antichrist has 13 letters in it, and Friday the 13th is the devil's playground. Big whoop if the number 13 gives me a little agitator. You play with fire, and you get burned. <laughs> what? The shameful raid and break-in of my home, Mar-a-Lago, was a travesty of justice. This shameful travesty of justice is on your shoulders, Penelope. I knew I shouldn't have done the 13th episode. This is all my fault. That made a mockery of America's laws, traditions, and principles. I'm sorry, President Trump. It was my fault. The FBI and the Justice Department have become vicious monsters controlled by radical left scoundrels, lawyers, and the media who tell them what to do, you people right there, and when to do it. Dear Heavenly Father, not the one of the radical left scoundrels, like he said, but the Lord of Scott Baio, Chuck Woolery, and Amy Coneberry. Forgive me for tempting the unlawful raid on Mar-a-Lago, I genuinely didn't think it would come to this. Amen. They're trying to silence me, and more importantly, they are trying to silence you. But we will not be silenced, right? We will not be silenced. I just never imagined Sleepy Joe had ginormous enough gonads to stoop that low and raid the home of a current president. How does Biden manage to organize a thing like that when he spends 80% of his time in his Scranton basement playing Atari and giving off creepy uncle vibes? Ooh, I did my due diligence, and I've got a color-coded timeline of how this whole document debacle went down. And it really amounts to nothing more than a silly mix-up. 
just listen to little Marco Rubio clarify things for us. This is really at its core a storage argument that they're making, right? They're arguing there are documents there. They don't deny that he should have access to those documents. What they deny is that they were not properly stored. Nothing more than a storage management issue in which international nuclear secrets were not managed properly. What ifs? Also, what if old Trumpy has some compromising intel on the president of France? Bonjour, Macron. You are very handsome, Mr. Macron. All's fair in love and war and espionage and sexual blackmail and such. Remember when Jared Kushner's dad got sent to the Hooskow for witness tampering when he hired a lady of the evening to seduce his brother-in-law and arranged to record them whilst in the act of making nookie? Good times. You know why the super-duper classified documents weren't properly stored? Because Hunter Biden and the corrupt DOJ, FBI, and media are leaking like sieves. Or even worse, like the 30 million tons of toxic coal ash left in unlined pits near the Chattahoochee threatening water supplies and fishes around Cobb County, Coweta County, and Heard County, Georgia. And sweet Jesus, if this little storage argument hasn't got Senator Lindsey Graham's panties in a wad. I want to know what, you know, what led to this. I think every Republican believes that the FBI, when it comes to Trump, and other organizations have lost their mind. For those of you who don't do the Wikipedia as good as me, here's a quickly timeline for you. May 2021. The National Archives reaches out to President Trump with some questions. Some silly papers that ask about, that ask, that ask, that ask again. Flash forward to January 22, when the Trump team generously and magnanimously transfers 15 boxes of his personal stuff from the Summer White House to the National Archives. He didn't have to do that, by the by. Six months later, the FBI visits Mayor Lago for some sweet tea and a visit with President Trump's ace legal team. They, in turn, provide pinky promises that there are almost no more classified documents in the safe at Mayor Lago. Remember, by the by, that all the while this is happening, Donald Trump is a 100% innocent man. I read it on Truth Social. And I heard it on the internet from a trusted and respectable source. None other than British-born Hungarian-American Nazi and Trump confidant, Sebastian Gorka. This is the most innocent man in American political history. For six years, they've come after him. First, the Billy Bush tapes. Okay, stop, Sebby. We'll stop at um, the Billy Bush tapes, wherein Billy Bush coerced the Donald to say, Grab him in the down there. And women are the worst. And suck it, bitches. And such. Okay, back to the color-coded timeline of the paper storage situation. Time goes by, blah, blah, blah. And the FBI uncovers what they deem to be, quote, multiple sources of evidence indicating that classified documents remained at the premises. End quote. Blah, blah, blah. Flash forward to just a bit ago, and the FBI executes a raid warrant at Mar-a-Lago. 
All they had to do was ask. But no, they came with their guns drawn. They shuffle through Milani's panty drawers, and little Baron's Lincoln log set, and they steal 27 boxes of stuff, but mostly just, you know, documents, just paper and whatnots. Like, like who doesn't have papers laying around in their home? They stole some happy family photos, clothing, press clippings, along with dozens of empty folders labeled classified or returned to military aid, all intermingled with silly little knickknacks like love letters from evil dictators and porn stars. Then, after the raid, President Trump suggests publicly and without evidence that Biden, or Vice President Butterbeans as I like to call him, played a role in the raid and that the FBI might have planted evidence and whatnot. But what would it even matter if they did? Because Trump declassified all those empty folders and Melania's panties before the raid took place to begin with. Duh! And for what it's worth, why in the good name of Joel Osteen's divine hairline would the feds be interested in empty classified folders to begin with. Like they never got unceremoniously fired, didn't leave their job with a few pens, a stapler, and the routing number of the CFO's checking account. It all sort of reminds me of when I lost book number 13 of the Nancy Drew mystery series, when I was 13 years old. Of course, because I lost it, I never returned it to the Rome Floyd County Library, And things were never the same. Nancy Drew 13, the mystery of the ivory charm. But you can bet your sweet bippy that Nancy Drew was one of us. We like ivory charm, don't we, Nancy? And my fellow ivory Christian nationalists. And that, uncles and aunts of the virtuous trifecta, might explain why I'm on the spectrum of superstitious for the number 13. That goddamn Rome Floyd County librarian shamed me practically to tears. I felt cursed. Bobby Brady, when he stole the tiki god off the construction site in Hawaii, and all Brady hell broke loose. Goddamn, I'm on fire. And hot damn if I don't got loads more to share with you. Not the least of which is my hot take on that horrific, satanic, seance, Sleepy Joe held at Philadelphia's Independence Hall the other day. You hear what President Trump said about it? As you know, this week, Joe Biden came to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to give the most vicious, hateful, and divisive speech ever delivered by an American president. How'd you like the red lighting behind him like the devil? Hear that? Like the devil. Satan. What? What? You called? Oh, shut up, you. You can go straight to hell. We're already here, penal. <laughs> hey, not to name drop, but Stella Parton liked one of my tweets the other day. Stella Parton. Yep, it's true. Singer-songwriter, actress, author, blue-checked, so she's legit, human rights activist, and pathetic bleeding-heart liberal pansy-ass snowflake, liked 
my tweet at Thorn in USA pod on the Twitter. Consider doing the same, why don't you? Now, responsibilities beckon, and I gotta get to the late shift of the Chick-fil-A. I'm particularly fond of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ over the intercom in the drive-thru with the fries and nuggets. Lots of souls to save, and I can do so efficiently in those later hours. Until next week, high heels and wingtips of the Holy Shoe Collection, a vote for Marjorie is a reminder to return your library books on time or the FBI will raid your home and your wife's panty drawers. A vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene is your solemn promise to the universe that your soul is not, after all, worth saving. Now, give me five stars on the apple. Tell two friends how awesome I am. And if you're not too busy, chat with me on the Twitter at Thorn in USA Pod. This podcast, Thorn in the USA, is brought to you by a group of concerned citizens who are churning out a giant blue wave in time for November. If you enjoyed our show, please consider putting your support behind Marcus Flowers, an Army veteran running to unseat Marjorie Taylor Greene in Georgia. Links are in our show notes. Thank you for listening. Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Tucky, I'm a little disappointed in you. Word on the street is you're flirting with Jennifer Lawrence on the primetime news show. Can it really be your fault? Are you really responsible if major Hollywood starlets dream about you? Goddamn right you are responsible. J-Law is a loose floozy, the worst kind of hussy. She says she has nightmares about us. That's what they're calling it now. Nightmares. Stick with me, Tuck. J-Law's a libtard, so we know she hates God. You, me, Tuck, the big blankie on the side of the Chattahoochee. Drip, drip, drip.